0: The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live.
1: Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella.
2: Well, good morning and welcome to Hope Rains, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. My name is Steve Tiber, and I'm with- Mike Fiella and his coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Gotta have his coffee. Oh, this we are so, so glad that you're joining us this morning. Every Saturday morning, our goal is simple. We wanna share God-sized stories from the mission field. And uh, we are so thankful that this is our third week, Mike- Yes. Of being heard from California to New Hampshire- Wow. Down to Texas. Mississippi, and and up here in upstate New York. So uh, it's a great time for uh, these God-sized stories to be shared.
0: And they are God-sized stories. So uh, we hope that you've been enjoying each interview that we've had and you're getting something out of it that's drawing you closer. To the Lord that's motivating you to maybe get involved in something. Get off the Uh, sidelines. Yeah, and and just get in the race because we're running it, in Jesus' name.
2: (laughs) Oh, man, I tell you, it's been a whirlwind. Uh, Eight Days of Hope is a a faith-based ministry based in Tupelo, Mississippi. We travel the country to help people after natural disasters. We help ministries build safe homes for sex traffic victims who have been rescued. They're survivors. Uh, We we do so much more, not because of us, but because of him who lives in us. Go to the website, Eight daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com. But over 6,000 homes, Mike, have been rebuilt across the country. $53 million of work for free, all in the name of Jesus with his organization called 8 Days of Hope.
0: And it all started back in when? 2005,
2: 2005, 2005, Hurricane Katrina.
0: When just you and your dad and a couple oh, yeah. people were supposed to go down, 600 people showed up, and here we are today.
2: That was the plan, brother. Yeah. But then God said, guys, you think you have a control over this?
0: Blessed are the flexible in spirit. They're going to see God work in a powerful <laughs> (laughs) way
2: (laughs) oh man but thank you for joining us today if you're listening across the country probably on american family radio thank you our friends in western new york and southern ontario on wdcx Mm -hmm. we appreciate you guys so much the partnership of allowing us to do this last week um, so we've gone nationally now. This is our third show. The first show, right. Mike, is it's on our website, and you need to listen. Yeah. Frank and Linda Reich. Frank is the head coach of the Annapolis Colts. Linda, his bride of 34 years. They've started a nonprofit called Not, Not Today. today. Um, give the listeners 15 seconds about Not Today before we go into last week's guest.
0: Well, Not Today is an organization that is helping uh, educate and make a great awareness of what is happening when, uh, well, we're building safe houses. What's happening in the rescue area of uh, trafficking, human trafficking, yes, yeah, sex, sex trafficking, trafficking, absolutely. And so I had stumble there for a minute because when I think about it, I have yeah. so many young young ladies mm-hmm. running through my mind. But uh, they've they've partnered with. Um, um, Help me with this here with no, that.
2: Not the, not today's partner with eight days of hope. Hope right. So they many started different...
0: off with that organization. Oh, ascent one twenty one. That's what I was thinking uh, of. Yep, yeah, in Indianapolis. And that motivated them to, then to get take Internationally to a, yeah, and they took it to another level. And there's yet more to come. Some of the names and folks that are going to get involved Ooh, to help get, get this uh, get this out. We need to make a. Total awareness of what's happening with the sex trafficking issue in our country, in our
1: world.
2: In the church. The church needs to talk about it because us men, we, we're the root of the right. problem, to be honest with you. I mean, to be very candid. I mean, we are part of the problem. Sure. But go back to our website, 8 to listen. If you're an NFL fan, you definitely want to listen because <laughs> wait yes. to hear some of the names that are going to be a part of a PSA uh, for a ministry later this year. Once the NFL starts again, and it will start. It will. I hope it so. Will. It will. It will. Last week, we had Chad Stutzman. He's an executive pastor out of Ohio. He talked about six leadership lessons that his church and he's learned during the pandemic. That was an amazing show. He's yeah. a great communicator, Mike.
0: Oh, I'm telling you, and the, and the insight and the wisdom that he has, and just that calm voice. It <laughs> <Yes. laughs> makes you just want to listen. But yes. you know, some of the insights, and uh, we, we need to, I know we've printed out some of these, uh, distributed to some pastors, that it's going to help any leader with some of these principles that he's put out for us.
2: And then today, we're excited to have another leader of a yes. mission-minded organization. James Roberson going to be calling in from Virginia. Okay. He leads a ministry called 516 516 Ministries. Uh, he'll tell you how he got the name and what they do. But hey, if, if you're looking to do something uh, in the name of Jesus, and you've been sitting on the sidelines, and you've been wondering, okay, where's my gifts? How can I plug in? We're going to give you opportunities every Saturday to learn about another mission-minded organization that's all about sharing Jesus, sharing the the gospel and how you can volunteer for free and mm-hmm. serve with them for free to share your story and the gifts that God's given you in right. 516 ministries James Roberson he's got a oh, huge
0: heart love him like you just said uh, a big guy with a with a big heart you know when I met him uh, actually in Panama City was the first time I worked under his leadership
2: oh after Hurricane Michael
0: yeah and uh, what, just what a a great guy sweet guy but he just gets the job done he's focused and that's what we need to do but uh, yeah if, if, if you look at we've all got gifts we have to use them someplace we never have to we're not we don't need to be real skilled yeah. Steve you and I get a hammer they start running oh, but yes. <laughs> there's, there's gifts that you have I have and, and, and listeners there's gifts that you have that can be utilized whether it's eight days of hope or um, you know 516 project many areas of minister you can jump into.
2: You know, and, and it doesn't have to, you don't have to travel. I mean, right now during this pandemic, this is a great time for you. I mean, what about just making cookies for your neighborhood, right? Just making cookies, put yeah. a little scripture verse, uh, just, you know, something not over the top, not 30, you know, verses, you know, <laughs> you know, repent you sinner, but just make some cookies for your neighbors. Sure. Say, Hey, if there's anything I could pray for you about, let me know. But these cookies are on me, put them in their mailbox. There now, maybe the, the, the postage guy would take them, the postal power. <laughs> the, no, Put them on the front step. Put That's them on it. their doors. Ring their doorbell. Just give them, a, you know, give them That's a thumbs it. up. Give them a wave. But there's definitely ways that we can love and serve people who, right now, this country, there's a lot of people that are confused, Mike. That's,
0: right. That's it. And uh, a lot of shut-ins. Look, you know, look at some of your church registers, or just, you know, you know your neighbors. This is a great time to connect or reconnect, or maybe. All right, I'm gonna say it. Maybe you don't even like your neighbor. Now is a good time to open that door up and find out. Hey, they're just like you. They've got needs, and we all need Jesus, right? Amen. And now you can share some love, and it'll break. This isn't this breaking walls down between churches and it people, is. and bringing people together, and even though it's 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 a hard time.
2: And even right now, people who struggle with mental illness, depression, even okay. people who've never had been depressed before. You know, they just lost their job or their hours sure. got cut, or it's just the unknown. You know, mm-hmm. they don't have it. They don't have that faith that maybe. You know, you and I have, or the listeners have, that we right. know Jesus. We we met Him. We have a relationship with Him. We know we die tomorrow. Where we're going, but it's it's the unknown of: Am I going to get my job back? Uh, am I going to get sick? Uh, can I pay my bills? Uh, will it ever be the same? Yeah. You know, it will never be the same. How am I going to handle that? So just be aware of people around you. Um, you know, they just need to see a smile sure. sometimes.
0: How about getting up in the morning and saying. Seriously, God, what can I do today? Give me an item or mm. something I can specifically and practically do for someone else, and you'll be amazed if you just stop and pause for a listen and listen for a minute. Uh, you know, not not to the the level of eight days of hope, but we we scored maybe fifty masked that type of thing, oh, okay. and I went and delivered a few here and there, and and, and I, just by impression, well, I'm gonna. And I didn't know they didn't even have any. They, I haven't been out in two oh, weeks. Okay. I'm afraid to go out, so. Those are wonderful things. You get up in the morning and say, what can I do for somebody today?
2: I like that. Mm. Especially with some of us working out of the house or not working. I mean, it's a perfect time to... Um, you know what's interesting is a lot of stores uh, that are being visited are out of greeting cards.
1: Oh, okay. People
2: are taking the time... Go go USA, go world. Yeah, yeah. They're taking the time to send a little note to somebody like we used to do a couple decades ago, right? Sure. Now we do a quick text. You know, you okay? Love you. But right. now just taking the time of getting a card and just writing a handwritten yeah. written note. Uh, those things matter.
0: It makes a big thing. It I, does. I, I, overwhelmed. The, the, the little things... That can make the big difference.
2: Absolutely, you're listening to Hope Reigns as a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We're being broadcast today in 196 cities. Wow, I'm getting nervous, but you're not. <laughs> you're not stuttering yet, so we're okay. No, I love not it. that you stutter. So. What a great idea! Oh man. my gosh, I love that the body of Christ across the country is learning more about Eight Days of Hope. The number eight in the Bible means new beginnings. There we go. And when we rebuild homes for free after disasters, we go for eight days, mm-hmm. and it's like extreme makeover. You know, move that bus, but it's <laughs> not one bus and we don't have buses, Mike, but if we did, you need like 250 homes, sure. you know, hundreds of families seeing the hands and feet of Jesus using their gifts.
0: It's so cool. I just had a thought there. See, we, have, we don't have buses, but we have trailers, right? We, can we probably, do, we do. <laughs> let's put a big trailer in some of these We only got about no.
2: 34 <laughs> of those, but we, we can move the trailer. Yeah, but anyways, for more information, go to our YouTube channel, watch some of those videos. Yes. But again, 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com. Hey, when we come back in a minute, We really want to get to our next guest. James Roberson is one of our 162 volunteer leaders, 11 different denominations. Um, Don't know what denomination he is, but I know it's Christian, and I know he loves Jesus. Mm -hmm. But he's one of the leaders of Eight Days Hope, but he also leads a ministry in Virginia that is making an unbelievable difference, even now during these times Mm -hmm. of COVID-19. When we come back in just a second, we're going to have James. My My name is Steve Tiber, and...
0: I'm Mike Fiella.
2: You are. That hasn't I changed.
0: That, no, I like that. It remains the same. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when we come back, we're going to be talking to James and um, learn more about 516 Ministries. Hey, you're listening to Hope Reigns. it's a broadcast of eight days of hope.
1: Eight Days of Hope thanks Provia for their support. Provia is a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia combines automation with human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More information about the variety of products is available at Provia.com. That's P R O V I A.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope.
2: The fastest growing crime in America and across the world is those who have been trafficked, sex trafficking. Eight Days of Hope has decided to be a part of making a difference with the body of Christ around the country. It's amazing to think that there's 13,000 animal shelters across the country, and that's a good thing, but there's only 600 beds for people who've been rescued from sex trafficking. And I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, but God has called the church to take its blinders off.
0: Come be the hands and feet
1: of Jesus.
2: Every single month somewhere in the country, we're going to partner with an existing ministry. And for 14 days, we're going to bring skilled professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel a facility so that more can be rescued from this heinous crime. We would love to see you on a future trip. For more information about the ministry, our Safe House Construction Ministry, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Welcome back to hope reigns a broadcast of eight days of hope i love that song i'm always out of my chair jumping up and down because it is a good morning oh Mike.
0: come on it brings back so many so many great memories yes! of every single morning we wake up to that on the eight days of hope trips and uh, that's yeah. awesome
2: so if you've ever been on an eight days of hope rebuilding trip every morning how we start the morning is yeah. with Mandisa. yeah it's a good morning or i, I guess the official title is good morning uh, <laughs> but people get up they jump around the pentecostals get crazy right and those Real traditional Baptist, you know, they're a little bit more prim and proper, but boy, it's the body of Christ coming know. together. I've
0: seen some of those Mennonite people too. They get awful ah, excited. Yes. They, 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 they maybe not clap in, in the right sink, but oh, I mean, it, it's a great song. a great have time.
2: So much fun during the rebuilding trips. Hey, eight days of hope. We go to places around the country. Where we help people rebuild their homes. Skilled volunteers and people like Mike and I. Nah, My name's Steve Tiber. I'm this not is Mike, Mike Fiella. Fiella. Yeah, and we're not as skilled, are we, Mike?
0: Yeah, we're, we're less skilled. <laughs> So we're not going to oh, say non-skilled, okay. less skilled. Okay, thank but we have you. Our, no, we have our, well, when it comes to hammers and nails and stuff like that. I mean, I think I know somebody that shot his foot with a... Uh, a it was a, their
2: a, index finger with a nailing gun. Okay, I, don't,
0: I won't mention any names, Steve, but anyway. Thanks, <laughs> Mike, I love you, for man. throwing me under the bus. No, 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 I would never, you know, I'd never oh, do that. Man. Just just to say that, that you you don't have to have any great skills. No, just say just no. have a great heart that wants to help people, and there's something for you to do.
2: Go to 8daysofhope.com, submit your email address, and anytime God allows us to be deployed, we either go within a day of a disaster and we, we help people. It's free. When you volunteer with us, we provide food and lodging. You don't need to have any tools. If you have them, bring them as well. That's we right. do rebuilding trips. We're doing safe houses for those rescued from sex trafficking and so much more. Oh, much go to the more. website, YouTube channel, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the above.
0: You're going to find us. You'll find as yes, well. We ain't hiding. No we're not. <laughs> no. We're
2: so thankful that you're here today. Hope Rains is a weekly radio broadcast that's being heard around the country oh, yes. and we are so thankful today um every week Mike our goal is to share God-sized stories right. from the mission field. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when the first time you met James Roberson? Well,
0: it was several trips back, but when I really got to know him was my wife and I were in Panama City, okay. Florida and under his leadership we were just we were really moved. I you know he here's a a big guy with a big heart that just comes out yes. and he he was very articulate he was just able to get get the job done he's a, uh, he's
2: a humble gentle giant
0: yeah well, like, you, you, well come on you know my size i'm a little shorter and i i see this guy come oh you yeah. know yeah, and they come oh i'm in trouble uh, no but no, not, that not at sense. all not at all
2: welcome james roberson james how are you my friend
3: Doing fantastic. How are y'all doing?
2: Doing good, brother. Now, you lead a ministry called 516 Project Ministries, but before we even go down there or your ventures with Eight Days of Hope, you're in Virginia today, are you not? Yes. So tell us a little about your family and the ministry that you are leading, and and we're going to talk in a couple minutes, Mike. He used to be full-time in the business world, and now he's full-time in the missions world, which I love. But James, give us a little bit about your bio, please.
3: Yeah, so uh, yeah, my, my wife and I uh, just celebrated uh, 14 years of marriage. Yay! congratulations. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, we've got uh, three great kids—one uh, in middle school and two in elementary school—and um, so they are uh, getting adjusted to this new normal of not having school. So they're they're <laughs> enjoying it, I think, to, for the most part. Uh, you know, still get a, a little bit of fussiness when we have to sit down and do the remote schooling work and everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but no, they're, they're doing great. And uh, yeah, well, so we we live here in Virginia, um, and uh, you know it's just been a, a great opportunity. We, we both grew up in this community, uh, my wife and I. So it's uh, been a great opportunity to get involved in our community and and serve those that are in need.
0: So James, what kind of work were you in before you uh, got called into the ministry here?
3: Yeah, so when um when, when I when I became a Christian, I was actually a professional firefighter. Um, and uh, okay. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. And so, uh, and, you know, of course, through the, the church that I went to or started going to and everything, you know, we started getting involved in some local stuff. Um, and that's how I you know, initially heard about Eight Days of Hope and then um, started serving with Eight Days of Hope in 2013. And then when, um, <clears throat> when I left the fire department, I went back into a family business. My, my parents owned a, a music store, uh, while well, my mom still does and uh so i left the fire department went back into that and the you know the initial thought was hey you know i'm going to take over the business my parents are going to retire i'm going to help you know support them uh through the rest of their that's life that's my plan that, yeah, yeah that, that did not happen <laughs> you know, obviously um you know a lot of things went on there but that ended up not being the best scenario for everybody involved and uh i literally I uh, i started by 16 project in 2016 uh, just doing you know stuff around here locally And uh, in 2018, in July, I literally, I I walked into my mom's office and I said, Hey, I've got to go. I'm not supposed to be here. This isn't right. And uh, she kind of looks at me and says, "Well, oh, okay, I'll, you know, I'll see you tomorrow." I was like, "No, you don't understand. Like I'm <laughs> quitting my oh, Like I'm, I've got to go. Poor I'm, I'm supposed to be doing the fishing stuff full time. <clears throat> like that's where I'm supposed to be, <laughs> you know." Um, and she was—I mean, she was great. She knew. I think. I think she had that inkling because of conversations we had had and then actions she had seen in my life that, that it was coming. <laughs> but I just don't know that. You know, it, it definitely kind of happened all at once. But, but yeah. So it's um, and, and since then I've been been doing it full time.
2: So the name Five One Six Project Ministries. What? What? what what's, tell us more about the name.
3: Yes, yeah, so that comes from uh, from Matthew five sixteen, which is uh, let your lights shine. before in, they would see your good mm, work okay. and glorify your Father in heaven. Amen. Um, and it's a very personal verse to me because when I. I'll be very honest when I, when I first got saved um, and I, I began serving through through our church there in Virginia, um, it was very much about look at me, you know look at this good stuff I'm doing, mm-hmm. look at how great I am. I'm, I'm so wonderful, I'm a Christian, you know and I'm helping people and I'm great and I'm great. It, it, everything was about me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had, I had this moment where I was praying and I was actually preparing to to give a, a short talk at church to get people to come out and volunteer. And um, I just opened my Bible and it landed on Matthew five sixteen, and I read it and it was like that light bulb moment of oh my gosh it's not about me at all like what am I doing (laughs) you know, Um, and so that was you know it was one of those light bulb moments like I said where it was just like hey I've got to change the way I'm doing this and make it about God and not about me, and so that verse you know since then has been very important in my life. And so, um, you know, when I had the chance to start this ministry, I was like, you know, and this I I didn't know exactly how, but I said, this verse has to be tied into it. And in talking with a couple of friends, we came up with that name. And, um, you know, I've just, I've really liked that that's part of the the overall story.
0: Well, so James, tell some of the listeners with this next question I'm going to ask you, how does a guy go from, you know, you have, uh, a job and money's coming into the house that you go home and tell your wife and your three, uh, your, your three siblings or your three children that, Hey guess I'm going into ministry. Uh, where, where's the money going to come from? Or how does that, how does that play
3: out? Um, by a whole lot of faith and a little bit of craziness. <laughs> and a little bit of what?
0: <laughs> craziness. Oh, yeah. there you a little go. bit of craziness. There
3: you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I really, honestly, I, I did not have a solid plan Um, you know, I, I went into it probably from a, you know, certainly from a worldly perspective, I went into it completely backwards. Um, and, you know, we just, we just fully were trusting that God was going to provide. And, uh, you know, we, we learned very quickly how to budget and how to, you know, whittle out every little extra thing that we didn't absolutely have to have, um, and uh, I'm, I'm very blessed in the fact that my wife is amazing and incredibly supportive. And, you, uh, you know, she, she knew this was where my heart was and where God was calling her family. Um, there again, she didn't quite know it was going to happen so abruptly, <laughs> but— um, you know we we were able to just you know buckle down and, and you know through prayer and i mean god has provided it, it's been it's been amazing we you know we are sitting in such a a better spot as a family um you know both uh physically spiritually you know mm-hmm. everything um and it's just been amazing to watch how he's provided for every need that we've had uh through you know through this
2: you're listening to Hope Rains. It's a broadcast of eight days of hope. I'm Steve Tiber along with Mike Fiello. We're talking to James Roberson. He's the executive director, the founder of 516 Project Ministries and uh, Matthew 516. Um, we love that verse too, Mike. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I love it, love it, love it. James, what are some of the things that you actually do and how do you find the families that you serve? What kind of a market, you know, where's the market you're serving? And and just give us a little bit more breadth, a little bit more de- the depth of, of the ministry
3: yeah so we've we've labeled it as a construction ministry. and so our our goal is to help families and, and individuals that are in need of home repairs. So we do uh, we do a lot of wheelchair ramps uh, for you know elderly and disabled folks. Uh, we do a lot of roofing repairs uh, when folks are having leaks and things like that. Um, we've done some bathroom remodels to make them handicap accessible, you know, widening outdoors, putting in low entry shower tubs, things like that. Um, and then we also do some more of the, you know, basic maintenance kind of things. We have a number of widows that we go around every couple of weeks and mow their grass, you yeah. know, clean up the flower beds, you know, wash, power wash the house, you know, things like that. And so we really just try to, just try to love people. You know, that's really the, the key of it, is trying to love people, share the love of Christ with them, and just, um, you know, like Matthew 5.16 says, just be, be that light in the world shining back to God
0: so where are you getting most of your leads from through the church or um i mean once something like this is out there in the community you know, you got to be getting a lot of phone calls
3: we do we, we do we get quite a few requests um and you know i'll, I'll be honest some some days it's a little bit overwhelming <laughs> yeah. um but uh but yeah we, we've got some great relationships with a lot of churches in our region um and some other organizations there's there are several organizations in the area that, um, that work with folks in different ways, and so a lot of times, you know, they'll see a need that doesn't fall under what they do, and so they'll call us up and say, hey, you know, this family that we're working with, you know, we notice their, their pipes are leaking or their roof is leaking or something like that, and so we'll team up with them to go out there and, and help get it fixed up. Um, and like I said, the, the relationships that we have with a lot of the churches in the region have been key because, uh, of course, people go, you know, seeking help from the church a lot of times. Uh, and plus, you know, a lot of the folks at the church want to help and volunteer. Sure. So it's really a great relationship that we can have, uh, you know, sort of symbiotically with them.
2: So, all this work you're doing, are you just giving them a, a real heavy discount or are you, you know, what, what do these families pay? I mean, do they pay anything?
3: Yeah, so they're not required to pay anything. Um, you know, when we have a few of us that go out and do the assessments. So, when we go out, uh, we'll, just, we'll just say, hey, you know, here's what it you know, looks like you need. Here's about how much we think the materials are going to cost. You know, if you're able to put something toward that, great. If not, you know, no worries. Uh, and so sometimes families are able to say, yeah, we've got, you know, a little bit saved up because you know, we knew this repair was coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sometimes they say, you know, I'm sorry, we don't have anything because we've had to put it all toward, you know, our groceries and our bills and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and so, uh, you know, we just, we, we, whatever they can do is, is what they can do. So, so if they can assist with it, great. If they don't, then that's fine, too. And then we've got some great supporters that have come alongside us and are able to you know, donate and buy materials and different things uh, to, to be able to support those families that can't, you know, uh, cover the materials.
2: You know what's interesting, Mike, is we've mm-hmm. traveled the country. We've helped, you know, gosh, roughly 6,000 families rebuild their homes for free after natural disasters. Some people do get some insurance monies. Right. And so we do the same thing, James, What 80s we'll just you know we'll, we'll meet Mr. and Mrs. Smith the, the right. hurricane, you know, survivors Sure, and they need their house gutted and rebuilt and maybe they got $30,000 of insurance money and I think it's it's wise mm-hmm. to say hey would, would you be willing to help buy some of these materials I mean that's we're going right. to do this for free right. but if you can help that just allows the donations that you do get to go further down the road so James I, I think I think that's um, that's a wise play but boy I, I know your heart I know that that if someone says I have nothing I know your answer is always yes. I mean, it's 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 got to be so much fun watching God open up doors. James, just share a God-sized story. You know, it could be yeah. when you served with 8 Days of Hope. It could be with 516. You know, you stepped out in faith. You left the comforts of <laughs> yeah. working at a family business with health insurance and 401K and, and paid weeks off, and now you're doing ministry full-time. Um, share a story that would encourage the, li- the listeners.
3: Well, I tell you, there, there's there's been many. <laughs> I could just go on and on <laughs> on that one, um, but I will I'll, actually I'll share one that happened actually pretty recently uh, here locally. Um, we had a lady reach out to us that needed some help with her home, and so um, I talked to her on the phone, went out there to look at the home, and it, it's one of the, the the worst living conditions I've ever seen. But this this family is literally, I'm pretty sure my shed at my house is nicer than their home. Um, I mean, it's just the the it's it's I don't I can't even describe the, you know what it, what the condition it's in. Um, it was a it's a 1948 trailer that somebody then built you know some structure around and put this makeshift kind of roof over and everything. It's just it's 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 in really bad shape. And so we started looking at it, and she owns the plot of land that she lives on. So we're thinking, okay, well, maybe we could, you know, come in here and and build her some small, you know, little rancher-type house, just a basic, you know, three-bedroom home or whatever. Um, Started looking into it, and it wasn't going to work out because the plot of land that she owns is too small to put a drain field on, and there was no water and septic and all this stuff. So I went back, I had a team of guys that I had reached out to um, in the construction industry and in the supply chain, um, from a you know a couple of vendors locally, so I went back to them and I said, "Hey guys, I said I'm, I'm sorry I, I you know bugged y'all about this. It's just it's not going to work. We can't you know we can't put anything on this lot without you know crazy amounts of expense to put a, 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 a alternative uh, well and septic system on it." Um, and so one of the guys said, "Well, hey, let me let me go out there and look at it and uh, just to just to double check." So he goes out and looks. He finds the uh, the owner of the plot of land next to theirs, and so we end up calling that person. It, it was owned by a community, so we called the community representative and said, "Hey, you know, would you let us run a trench along this vacant piece of property mm. to put water and sewer over to this other piece of property?" Okay. And they said, "Well, let me let me check with our higher ups and all that." Well, in the meantime, I reached out to the county just to make sure they were going to let us you know, tap into this water and sewer line because it wasn't on the same property. And so the county called me back and they said, man, this is really weird that you called because we just sent out an RFP to get pricing for running water and sewer down her road. And I'm, I'm looking around like, wait, what did you, I, I, I literally told the lady, I said, what did you just say? <laughs> she said, yeah, we just sent out, a, we, we've got an a, a active RFP right now that we're waiting for the bids to come in to run water and sewer down her street. And I, I, I just, I told the wow. lady, I said, my. do you have wings? Because I think you're an angel. Oh my gosh.
2: Talk about <laughs> oh. perfect timing. I mean, oh just my. perfect timing. Yes.
3: That I mean that that literally that was the one thing that we could not figure out. Sure. I mean, building the house easy, you know, foundation framing, building building no, house no problem, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But we couldn't. The water and sewer was the one thing. That like, man, this is what's going to be the linchpin in this whole wow. deal. And what she said,
2: that, I was, was kind of like, "Oh wow!" <laughs> oh man, we're talking to James Roverson. He's the executive director of Seven, or excuse me, five one six, not seven one six, in the area code. Five one six Project Ministries, based out of Virginia, just sharing one of those God-sized stories. I liked what he said, Mike. Mm-hmm. Oh, building the house was easy. Oh, you
0: know, just easy, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, but this is his
2: mentality, and it's sure. amazing what God does when He brings people together, different gifts. You know, I've seen personally, Mike, right. firsthand homes built in eight days. Oh yes, from the ground up. Yep. And yet our honey-do list that's on my cupboard and on your <laughs> cupboard mike of changing out a screen or, or cutting right. the lawn is still sitting there, isn't it?
0: Oh my. Mine's, <laughs> mine's the length of my refrigerator sometimes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, but James, I love you know... To me, that is just a glimpse of what you get a chance to see so many times doing what you do. I know the paycheck probably—I know the paycheck—is—is is not what it used to be, and the benefits aren't there. But brother, your heart has got to be full day after day.
3: Hmm. Oh, it is for sure, and you know, and yeah, like you said, the. Uh, the, the worldly you know paycheck and benefits is, certainly doesn't match up to what it used to be in the in the for profit world um, but you know like I said God has taken care of our family mm. He's blessed us mm. immensely um, you know we've got a roof over our head we've got happy healthy children we've got food on our table um, so that's that's what that's all I need right there <laughs> you know that's, oh, that's amazing wow. yeah um, and then and like you said yeah to be able to to work with these families sure. and uh, mm-hmm. you know you, you see, to see the look on somebody's face when they when they truly realize that you are just there because you love them because they're God's child. Mm, um, yeah. You know, so we 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 get a lot of people when we first meet them and they're they're skeptical because oh yeah this guy's coming out telling me he's going to do something in my house for free sure what's the catch you know. Sure. Um, because the world has trained us to be skeptical. Yeah. And so uh, when they when they, when they they hit that moment of realizing that we truly are doing what we've told them we're going to do and see that change in their face, you, I mean, you can see it in their eyes. Um, mm. And just, uh, I mean, there's been many times where, you know, somebody just, I mean, just tears start falling down their face. and You know, they're just looking at you like, are, are you serious right now? Like, you're really going to do this for me, you know? Um, so, yeah, it's an incredible opportunity. Um, and it's such an opportunity to share God's love with people and really, uh, you know, be be the light. You know, be the light in the community and, and share that love with them.
0: So, James, do you have another story that, in that vein, there of sharing God's love with somebody? Now, you've seen, you know, a, a miracle, an angel put water on the land, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> for, free. for free, for free, we like free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, Tell us, is there a story that comes to mind of more? I don't want to say a spiritual experience, but a Jesus moment where you've really seen a life touched um, as a result of being on their grounds and helping them out.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I can actually. The, the first one that pops to my mind is when, uh, with Eight Days of Hope, we were in Alabama. Um, was it uh, Opelika? And we um, it was it was before we actually started doing the work. We were down there, a few of us, doing the assessments and checking everything out. And so um, me and uh, Ricky Russell were driving through this one area, and we pulled up to this house. We saw a bunch of trees down and everything, and um, knocked on the door, nobody answered. So we kind of looked around the house just to sort of see if anybody was outside or whatever, and the gentleman was in the backyard. And as we walk around, there was a, there was a play set back there that was demolished. A tree had fallen on it, you know, mm-hmm. broken into pieces and everything. And uh, he's out there with a couple of buddies and, you know, running chainsaws and got a tractor going, trying to get things cleaned up. And so we just started talking to him. And uh, at the time, I didn't even I didn't even know what to say. And so I just said, hey, man, I said, you know, we're going to get back in touch with you. We prayed with him and uh, kind of went on our way. And as soon as we left, I, I called back to uh, the, the latest office. I said, hey, I said, we've got to get somebody out here tomorrow. To uh, fix this playset, I said I saw his little girls running around in the yard, and in talking to him, I found out that his his, his youngest daughter' her birthday was the next day, mm-hmm. and so they're going okay. through all this, you know, trying to clean up from this storm, and has, you know basically had to abolish any hopes of having any kind of a birthday party or whatever for her, and so uh, the next day, a team was able to get out there. They completely rebuilt the playset, had that thing you know up and running, and uh, so I get a, I was out doing assessments in another area. And I get a picture of of the little girl coming down the slide, um, oh, and yeah. uh, it's sitting there, uh, one of the volunteers pushing her on the swing, um, and then. But her dad was standing kind of next to the playset, and one of the. And you could just, I mean, even through the picture, you could see it in his face. You know, the the relief and the joy sure. and everything.
2: Sure. Um
3: And so that was one of those moments where I was like, man, you know. Yeah, we didn't come here to build a place that we came to fix people's houses and stuff like that, but that that moment of fixing that place that just made such a difference in their life. Um, yeah. That's it. And
2: you know, Mike, that, that family will never forget those Absolutely. volunteers. They might forget the names. Sure. They might even forget what they looked like, but mm-hmm. they'll be impacted to the day they die mm-hmm. because of, of what James and those other volunteers were doing, Mike.
0: And that will soften that homeowner's heart. That at some mm-hmm. point, if he doesn't know Christ, he's going to meet him. Mm-hmm. He's going to find out because people came out uh, just just to love and serve, as we always say. But you gave your all, James, and and that that family is going to remember that, and their heart is going to be tender to either serve somebody else or at the right moment they're going to say, you know. Jesus visited me through these guys Amen. on my grounds. Amen. Yeah. That's it.
2: Wow. We're talking to James Roberson, he's the executive director of 516 Ministries based in Virginia. For the website, go to 516, 516project.org. You don't have to put 5016 in twice. It's 516project.org, O R G. To go to the website, learn more about what they're doing, especially if you're living in the Virginia area. I know that we have multiple cities in Virginia that are hearing this Great. broadcast. Welcome to Hope Reigns. That's uh, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. To learn more about the ministry of Eight Days of Hope, you can go to our website as well, 8daysofhope.com. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about this COVID-19 virus and how ministries are adjusting and serving in ways that maybe they never thought they would because God opened up a door for them To be a glimpse of love, joy, and hope. Of course, you know those three words if you know Jesus, um, truly. But when we come back, we're going to talk to James Roberson more about COVID-19. But you're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope.
1: Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope.
2: 2020 is going to be a busy year, and you'll have plenty of opportunities to come love and serve those in need with Eight Days of Hope. One of the new arms of the ministry is our Safe House Construction Ministry. We travel the country, and we partner with an existing ministry and help them renovate, build, or remodel facility to provide a safe place for those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. For more information, as always, please go to our website. Eight Days of Hope started as a disaster relief ministry, and it has continued
3: to grow since then.
2: We partnered with an organization called Bigger Than Ball. Bigger Than Ball partnered with us when we went to Houston, Texas after Hurricane Harvey. We partnered with the Houston Astros. We rebuilt eight baseball diamonds in bigger than ball, then put on a free sports camp.
1: Eight Days of Hope is much more than disaster relief.
2: For more information about this ministry or any arms of the ministry of Eight Days of Hope, please go to our website, eightdaysofhope.com.
1: Come be the hands and feet of Jesus.
2: Welcome back to Hope Rains, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. My name is Steve Tyver, and I'm sitting along. Mike Fiala. Mike, you are a coffee-churning machine, brother.
0: Oh, you got...
2: You just yeah, might yeah. put the IV right in your arm, man. You are just, like, <laughs> piping it down today. What's going on? You love your coffee. Oh, oh
0: man. And, and by, by the way, go to the website of Eight Days of Hope. There's 11 different flavors of yes, coffee right. that you can buy only through the website. Uh, I haven't started on that yet, but I am going to. Yeah, go to Eight Days of coffee. Hope.
2: Click on missionaries and you'll see a bag of coffee. We have a partner by Brothers Cup. If you buy a bag of coffee through our website or multiple bags, a portion of your dollars support the missionaries of Eight Days of Hope. People who serve full time on the front lines and it's a great way to get coffee (laughs) Coffee, and support the mission field. I love it. Oh. Mike, mm, I, I think we're just going to order you like a truckload. <laughs> Missionaries will be loving on you for the next two years, gonna all the monies you're going to be pouring today. Clean out my garage for oh, that one. <laughs> hey, we're so thankful that you're here. This is our third week that we're going national, and thank you so much for joining us. Every Saturday morning across the country, people will be hearing these God side stories from the mission field. And so, as a leader of Eight Days of Hope, there's 162 of us. We love connecting with other leaders. And today yes. we have James Roberson. He is the uh, executive director of 516 Ministries. Go to 516project.org for more information. James, you're living in Virginia, and you left the music industry—not like you were a singer or a writer, but a, a, a private or your, your family's business—and and you're doing missions full time. Does your wife ever like come up to you and like freak out, like with a small laugh, of saying? what are we doing and how are we going to make ends meet? Or is this truly been a exercise of faith? And you guys have been perfect about this journey because sometimes I'm like, how do people do this?
3: That's right. Yeah, well, you know, it, it's it's incredible because we are we are perfect people, and so it's uh, it's been it's been wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I was wondering yeah. where you were going with that. <laughs> oh man. we 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 have that conversation, uh, I think weekly, and then definitely when bills are coming due. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I, I I tell you, man, I have been blessed with an amazing woman and my wife, and um, we uh, we we both, you know, we, we just we have been living on that faith and then knowing and praying. Mm. That, that God knows what we need um, and sometimes, you know, what we need and what we want don't necessarily line up, but, uh, you know, we're okay with that. We, we have what we need and he's taking care of us.
0: Uh, James, what about your, uh, your, your three children, uh, boys, girls, what, what, what do you have?
3: Yeah, I've got uh, two, two daughters and a son um, and uh, yeah, they, they're, they're just kind of rolling with it. I think, you know, I, I don't know that they've uh, you know seen a huge difference uh, in, in their individual lives. Um, Outside of, you know, obviously knowing, you know, what I do and being a part of it. Um, my, my two daughters, they actually were um, baptized last year, so that was pretty awesome to, uh, mm. to experience that. And um, my, my son, I still, I, he's, he's young, he's, he's six, so I still pray for him daily that he's going to, you know, find that relationship mm. and understand me. what Jesus sure. has done for him. And, of course, we talk about it, and he prays, but he hasn't he hasn't sure. quite gotten there yet, yep, so yeah. we're, yep. um, we're yeah, still he, praying with him.
2: Well, I guarantee you, the greatest sermon he'll ever see is when he sees his dad in action, James, says, I know mm-hmm. you, and I know your family, and I, yes. I know your heart, and I know that you know him, our Maker— and you love him. Let's talk a little bit about COVID-19. So, you know, early March, we're in Nashville helping out, you know, tornado victims and and things really start to ramp up. At what point did 516 Ministries say, you know what, maybe we should do something we've never done before? Um, so maybe share with the listeners a little bit about your journey uh, serving those in need due to this virus.
3: Yeah, so we uh, we tried to stay on top of things, you know, pretty quickly. Um, and we, we just, uh, we, we wanted to keep serving and you know, we had a couple, uh, sort of, you know, quote unquote, emergency board meetings right around that time. And, um, we tried to, you know, everybody's heart was, Hey, we want to make sure we are still serving folks and still, you know, being active, being a light in the community. And so, um, we just, you know, made some alterations to how we do things. Uh, obviously, you know, we didn't want to be in people's houses and hugging and loving on them quite as much, just, you know, from the physical context standpoint, um, one of the uh, larger churches here in the area that, that's partnered with us on a number of uh, occasions, they um, immediately shifted into uh, doing a food ministry. So we were, we were able to team up with them, and so we basically so we went through our entire list from about the past year and a half of families that we had served, mm-hmm. and uh, you know started making phone calls and saying, hey. You know, are you okay? What do you need? Do you, do you have groceries? Do you have the supplies you need? You know, do you have toilet paper? Because, I mean, that was like, you know, oh, gold there
2: for, sure. <laughs> for a little while. Getting a roll of toilet paper. We understand, uh, James. We do. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and so, oh. so yes, yeah, so that, that's what we were doing. We just, we just, you know, jumped on those phone calls and we were you know, getting with those people. And so uh, we were able to, you know, get a lot of people groceries, uh, some other household supplies that they weren't able to get. Uh, right. And we're still working with, we've got, you know, like I said, we've got quite a few folks on our uh on our client list or whatever you want to call it that are elderly and you know in that higher risk category so we've been able to continue staying in touch with them Mm -hmm. and making sure they have the supplies they need um thankfully you know this area has got you know there's several organizations in the area that deal with you know the food and and things like that so we've been really blessed to be able to kind of partner up with them um instead of trying to you know we didn't want to reinvent the wheel Uh, we wanted to make sure that we could you know serve um, and then, you know, work with these other organizations. So we've been able to basically team up with them and help them, uh, you know, aid, aid them in their process and they aid us in our process kind of thing.
0: Steve, can't, can't you see how, and James, I, I know you're seeing this too, how God has really prepared us moments like this. I mean, this this is no yeah. surprise to God. you got a mailing list. you got people you've been serving. Um, right. You have the heart that you say, I still want to make sure that we're serving people. But we're just doing it in a little different way. And it's so needy right now. But God has prepared us for this moment. So that in itself should start casting away the fear that tries to grip us. Get out and serve with the resources that God has given us.
2: And remember last week, Chad Stutzman, who was our guest, uh, we talked about six leadership traits that leaders should have or adhere to during this right. time. Time of this pandemic, one of them is flexibility. Mm-hmm. And, and I know James well enough, and James knows me well enough, right? I mean, we we definitely, we get focused. We want to accomplish the task. It's A to Z. Let's knock it out. But I know that as a leader of an, a ministry um pandemic or no pandemic you better be flexible when you do ministry because there's so much (laughs) that you don't see coming and and people look at their ultimate day-to-day leader james so the volunteers are out serving with you and 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 somebody cuts by accident um a water line right you know james goes off and what the heck you're doing you don't know what's going on here oh mike you know or or you know what hey guys accidents happen no big deal turn off the water Um, We'll figure it out. God's got this. It's the way we handle. It's it. And how did you hear while James pivoted, he Mm -hmm. pivoted the ministry. They're focused on doing something because that's what God's called them to do. But then during a pandemic, he pivots. So he's flexible and he pivoted. James hats off to you in five, one, six. That's it.
3: I, think, yeah, it's a, I was talking to a local pastor the other day, and he brought up that episode of, of Friends where they're moving the couch up the stairs. About, pivot, pivot! You know. Oh um, <laughs> but that's Yeah, that's what we've had to do. We've had to pivot.
2: Oh, man. We're talking to James Roberson. He is the Executive Director of 516 Ministries. Go to 516project.org. 516project.org. He now is a full-time missionary, and if you want to support him, uh, him and his wife and his three kids, um, I know James well enough. And he knows me well enough that we both had our three meals yesterday. But if you want to support James so that they can make ends meet in the mission field, how do they do that, James? How does someone actually sew in, get a tax-deductible donation by pouring into your family? Not the ministry. We'll talk about that in a minute. How do we support your family in doing this?
3: Yeah, and no, I appreciate that. So, yeah, we, we are missionaries uh, through global outreach. And so uh, you can go on the, the global outreach site. And uh, you can uh, just type in our name, uh, Robertson, which is R O B E R S O N, um, or our, our number is 5213. That might be easier to remember because I know people misspell Robertson a lot of times. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, but yeah, they can go on there and it'll have a little bit more information about our family and uh, how to support us and everything.
2: Globaloutreach.org. Globaloutreach.org. They're based in Tupelo, Mississippi, and his number is five two one three. If you donate fifty dollars, he gets access to all fifty dollars. They're a unique organization. Sure. And James, we uh we do need to provide, don't we? Um mm. those who are in the mission field. So James, um, we only got a couple of minutes left. Um tomorrow, there's so many still unknowns, right? You know, even we know disasters are coming. You know, the Gulf is hotter than it's ever been. Hurricanes are going to hit America this year. And God's called us to love and serve the brokenhearted. How do you navigate the next month, two months, three months in ministry doing what you do? I'm not going to ask myself, but, but people like your organization, our organizations, how do you navigate the next 90 days?
3: Yeah, I think it's just a, it's a lot of prayer and, and really focusing in on God's Word. Um, you know, that's one that's one thing I've learned in, in doing this is that, you know, I'm not in control of it. And I just have to be <laughs> open and available to what God's doing. And when He says, all right, it's time to move, I say, yes, sir, and let's go.
2: Mm. Wow. I love you, James. Oh, I tell you. I mean, I, I could not see James for four months, and sometimes we go a distance, but when I see him, he's just... He's just an easy guy to love. Man, we love you. We love your bride. We love your family. Thank you for all that you do. James Roberson with 516project.org, 516 Ministries. Again, we're going to tell you in a minute how you can donate to him personally and the ministry. Before we let you go, though, James, Mike, would you—I always ask you, because I know you're a prayer warrior. Uh, Can you lift up James, his family, and the ministry right now? Absolutely. Thank you.
0: Father, what a privilege to pray— for a man that has heard God's call mm. and has answered it, and a wife that stands with him, children that yes, stand with Thank him. You. Thank you for the anointing on his life. Thank you for favor physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, yes, financially. Thank you for allowing him to be the president of 516 Project Ministry, and, yes, and as well as Eight Days of Hope. God, I'm going to ask a special blessing on his home that's to be filled with joy yes, and peace mm. at this time where the, the kids can't go to school and the families gathered together. Thank you for taking care of every single need. I can see this family just worshiping you and praising you together as a family unit. Bless them in Jesus' name.
2: Amen. Amen. Uh, To learn more about the ministry 516 Ministries or 516 Project Ministries, go to 516project.org if you want to sow into. You can donate online to the ministry, right, James? Yes, sir. Yep. Good. Um, I thought so. I was on there the other day. And then again, if you want to support this family directly, if you, you know what? There's some people out there, they have compassion kids. We've had one for 15 years. He's That's down right. in 80. Winkley is his name. You know, $38 a month every sure. month. You know, let's find a way to sponsor people like James in the mission field. You know, it means a
0: lot. A give, little, give up one yeah. lunch a month as there a family you go. There you go. and
2: send 50 bucks a month to the guy who's on the front lines. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's on the front lines, Mike. He's getting it done. He is. He is. We love you brother god bless you man thank you guys appreciate having, having right. me on right. we'll talk to you soon james roverson with uh 516 ministries one of our 162 volunteer leaders with eight days of hope mike
0: man aren't you thrilled that god is bringing guys like this in, and their families in like this mm-hmm. that are just on fire for christ sacrificing it all i still can't get over it. i mean just just folks listen to that call i mean you, god's saying Leave, leave something secure yes. in, in the natural yeah. you're thinking where am I going to go but you'll never be completely filled and satisfied and happy with life don't stay in some job you're going to be grumpy all the rest of your life
2: life's like, short oh my yeah. gosh He, I remember him calling me on the phone it was either the morning he was meeting with his mom or the day before And we just prayed over the phone that he would have peace I mean he knew he was doing what God had called him to do now put yourself in his mom's shoes you know she sure. she's older and she's thinking at some point in the next one two three four or five years, we're going to, you know, sell, hand the business to our son. Right. And then your son comes in and says, hey, mom, <laughs> um, guess what? Um,
1: oh, boy.
2: Have you ever seen the, the series The Chosen? The oh, t- yeah. Okay. So in, in there, there's one of the episodes where Jesus asks you know, these apostles to leave what they know. They He called right. fishermen. He right. called a tax collector. That's it. He called a merry man to leave his wife for periods of time to travel the country. A lot have made sacrifices sure. to share the gospel. Mm-hmm. James is making one one as well.
0: Well, I think we've all experienced that. If you talk to any leader, I'm sure yourself, Steve, myself, and others, there's been that moment that you've had that made a decision in opposition to what may be family or Friends might think, like, Steve, how could you leave that lucrative <laughs> job and, and you're going to be doing, you know? So, uh, but when you do, is, you know, your, your whole life is purposed. You got a purpose then. You got a meaning. You, you're serving Jesus and you're seeing things that you'd never seen it if you stayed in that job. And the, and the jobs are great. They start us. They, you got a lot of training from your job. Now, God's using your training, James's training, for the ministry. And mm. that's what's awesome. Take the step.
2: Listeners, all that wisdom is free. That's what I like about <laughs> hanging around with Mike, man, because you're oh, pouring boy. into me right now. Hey, good morning. Thank you for joining us. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. We're a national ministry that loves and serves the brokenhearted. Uh, a lot of people know us for the organization, or one of many, that help people rebuild after natural disasters. To sign up for our email alerts, go on our website, 8 to do that. You know, last week we talked about, we had a donation of a feeding trailer, Mike. Yes, We have thirty four pieces of equipment we have shower trailers and and food feeding trailers and rapid response trailers and uh, bobcats and bucket Mm -hmm. trucks but um, American Family Radio one of our partners um uh blessed us with a brand new feeding trailer. And we're we're in the second week of trying to raise money okay. to outfit that feeding trailer that can make 1,500 meals a day. So that unit's going to go to Cedar Rapids, Iowa. So if you're listening today, you've got about another three, four days to help us to get to that finish <laughs> let's line. There, let's get there. Yeah, donate online. Go to 8 sure. donate online, just put feeding ministry. And uh, every penny you give, every penny, Will be used for feeding equipment to outfit this unit, but we're really excited awesome. about it. Cedar Rapids is coming up, Mike.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm excited! I'm excited. We, we get there's a building there. There's a, a project manager, right? Yes. Brian yeah. Dregetz
2: is and going to be heading out that way. We're actually going to be traveling there next week. Okay. We'll be looking at the facility for the first time. Even though we're based in Mississippi and we have a Northeast satellite in Buffalo, uh, we're going to open up a satellite in the Midwest in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. We went there in 2008, mm. 9 ish uh, with the flooding that they had there along the river. And it's, it's, it's been fun. We're going to have three, three areas of the country that will have equipment and leaders and volunteers that can move very quickly. You know what? We don't have anything. That's it. God has put his people on the front lines, and we're excited. Uh, But yeah, go to our website, or you can donate, P.O. Box 3208, P.O. Box 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. Mm. I got it all out. You
0: did. You did. You're good. Hey, before we close, can we just say that scripture verse from um, the 516 Project? Oh, Matthew
2: 516. Yeah,
0: 516. Let your light shine before men, that they might see your good works and glorify. Here it is. And glorify your Father, which is in heaven. That's we need to do that, Steve. We need to do that. We are doing that the best we can. But your Father, our heavenly Father, will be glorified, and people will come to Christ mm-hmm. uh, in the way we serve.
2: And James even kind of came clean on that, right? Because remember, he said he became a believer and he was doing all these nice things. And look at yeah, James and what he's doing. That's right. And he had that Jesus moment of like, "Hey, James, this is not about you. This is about me. That's it. Step aside and let me, you know, be, you know, let let your light." Sure. shine so others would see me and me, and, he, and right. he's done that but that's so important so with that we only got a couple of minutes left but maybe today you know Jesus you have a relationship with Jesus you, you know exactly when you met him you repented you're walking this journey mm-hmm. called life with him but you're sitting on the sidelines church this mm-hmm. is the perfect time for us to get into the game it's called the game of life where yeah. you get to be the hands and feet of Jesus your mm-hmm. creator your maker the one that loves you unconditionally but Come don't on. be sitting on the sidelines Come on. time is running out do something do you know how to sing find a way to use that are you good with your hands are you a good cook maybe you're great with it gosh eight days of hope needs it people <laughs> call us email us we need you we need you but find a Come way on. mike to, to to be a glimpse of who you use those gifts for the Absolutely. kingdom Absolutely.
0: and eight days of hope um
2: <clears throat> certainly you know project Five one
0: six, and there's many ministries that will provide the avenue for you to Absolutely. share those gifts with. But let me just say this: we mentioned this early. Find a neighbor, find a shut-in, find a friend that you can reach out to that you, you, you maybe haven't talked to in a while. Mm-hmm. All right, in the day and age now, shoot a text, make a phone call. There's always something you can do. But look at some of these, these ministries are there and God's birthed them so we can use our gifts and they can help us go further with the gifts that Amen. God's given us.
2: I was driving, and again, we only have a minute left, but I was driving and and um, had to get a, a fast meal. And so I got in line of a restaurant, of a fast food restaurant, and drove through. And, and, and it was just, you know, the typical chicken sandwich, you know, a little thing, a cup of fruit and a Diet Coke. Maybe that time was a Frosty, I don't know. But, anyways. Um, <laughs> no fries? Yeah. <laughs> no, I upsized those bad boys. Yeah. Anyways, the lady says, Hey, the guy in front of you paid for you. And he said, God oh bless my. you. Oh my! I said, excuse me? I said, the guy in front of you, who I didn't know, paid for your lunch, and you just said, God bless you. Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. Someone had the gift of having a couple extra bucks of resources, and they blessed the guy behind me, and that was me. You know, mm. thank you. Whoever did that in the state of Ohio the other day, I love you. Uh, I'll be back there in two weeks, so if you want to drive through again, I'll take <laughs> you up on that. But no, I mean, it's the little things sometimes matter a lot, Mike. That's it. That, that's, that hit the nail on the head. Amen. It, it just moves our hearts, doesn't it? <laughs> Father, we thank you for who you are in us, Father. Thank you for Hope Reigns, this broadcast, Lord, that you give us a chance to share your stories of where you're moving, Father. This is not about 516. Father, this is not about eight days of hope, Father. This is about your people that you created Mm -hmm. that have repented and they've fallen in love with you, Lord, and now they're running this life Of this race called life father father i just pray that you would use us this week to Mm -hmm. bring a glimpse of your son jesus Mm -hmm. to those who don't know you or don't know him father we love you oh my gosh we love you thank you for this day in jesus name we pray amen 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 We can't wait to see and talk to you guys again next Saturday. Please tell your friends um, about Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Uh, You can go to our website, 8 Go to the media section. And uh, click on past podcasts, or excuse me, past shows. Uh, Go back a couple weeks and listen to Frank and Linda Reich. Frank's the head coach of the Colts. Talk a little about about what we're going to be doing with them with sex trafficking. uh, Those that are rescued. Mike, love you, brother. I love you, too. What a great morning again. Thank you so much, man. Thank you again for listening to Hope Reigns. Thank you to our guest, James Roberson, who, uh, of, of course, is the leader of 516 Ministries. Go to the website. 516ministries excuse me 516project.org we'll see you next week on Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope